Today's episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by COVID disaster payments. They may be ending, but don't worry, the total inadequacy of the doll lasts forever. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Thursday the 30th of September 2021. I'm Dom Knight, Charles Firth and Gabby Bolt. Hello to you. Hello. Hello. And guess what is happening in America? It's all paradise because Joe Biden's fixing everything. No, they're running out of money. They're, Again? They've got this. Oh. You remember how every few years they have this thing called a debt ceiling? Yeah, the fiscal cliff. Yeah. And in Congress, all the Republicans are saying, oh, well, we're not going to increase the debt ceiling, which means that America, the American government will run out of money on about the 19th of October this year <laughs> and they just won't be able to pay any of their debts. Didn't this happen recently and the Democrats were like, okay, we'll increase it again because you always do because you don't want to go bankrupt. But now that mm. they're in charge, the Republicans are just going, no, nah, fix it yourselves. Yes, exactly. But so isn't the entire country in debt anyway? So it's just kind of the Congress catching up with the citizens? It's an arbitrary artificial limit that they've placed on themselves through a law. Yeah, that's right. They're allowed to borrow as much as they like if they wanted to because everyone's willing to give them a credit card. But um, they're just, you know, they've got this law that says they're not allowed to do it. Anyway, point is, I've got some solutions for them. Oh, good for, for you. America. I'm glad someone's, you know, addressing this problem. So... First one is, because I sometimes go through debt ceilings of my own and fiscal cliffs. Sure. So I'm not very good with money. And so what I am suggesting is that what they should do, so they've got this whole, I think it's like $3 trillion worth of government Mm. debt and they can't pay it off and they're running out, you know, they can't increase their limit. What they should do is they should get another credit card, like a fresh Oh. amount of debt, right, and use that to pay off the first one, which is good because that's what I do with my credit cards. Every time I max out my credit card, you just get another one and use that one to pay the ne- the last one off. I think we need to Sorry, say, I've for legal purposes, this is not financial advice. Um, yeah. <laughs> nothing Charles does is advice. This is why I've never actually gotten a credit card in my life because I hear tales like mm. that. But I, I think... Go, you know what? I don't want debt when I'm dead. No, but Charles, but they could ask Canada. They could get mm. Canada to help. They could borrow Canada's credit card and pay for the $3 trillion and then owe Canada. They should make a kind of afterpay, like like a... That's that's a good US idea. Pay, yeah. you know? Oh, and, yeah, that's right because you put th- the $3 trillion on afterpay mm, and yeah. then the maximum amount that you have to pay if you miss a debt Four payment is, is, is 70 bucks, I think. That's the, good. And then the when that fee, when they yeah. can't do that, then they do it on zip money and then Klarna and just yeah. keep, it could go for Latitude years. pay, it's all out yeah. there. But I do like the idea of borrowing Canada's credit card, but I think a better way is to just get married to a richer nation. You know how oh, yeah. you know, a really good way, because I married somebody who's richer than me, right? And... It's just great because she has good income. You just get to settle it off the... And you love her. And I I love her and everything. And so, you know, yeah, Canada would work, but Norway works. Saudi Arabia's very rich. That's true. And they're already in cahoots with the Saudis. They may as well make it official. Yes. They may not be treated well, though, if they marry Saudi Arabia. I don't think that uh, marital spouses do very well in that country. (laughs) They won't be allowed to drive. Isn't this what loan sharks are for? Don't you just go and do a deal with someone and pay them, like, 10% 10% a yes. week or something, yes. and then they kneecap you when, when you can't do it. When money gets too hard, I just turn off my brain. I don't really know how any of this works. I don't know why the Mint can't just make more money. It's a place mm. where money's made. That's a good point. Yeah. They have the US Treasury. Why can't they just print 
Three yeah, trillion dollars. I've asked this a million times and every single time there's like a bunch of economy bros ready in the comments being like, because there's so blah, 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 blah. No, I don't get it. Print more money. I love how Gabby has actually stumbled upon money, modern monetary theory, which is <laughs> the TikTok the <laughs> new trendy economic theory of the 2020s. So congratulations, Gabby. You have actually solved the problem. Uh, all I'm saying is I'd be a better treasurer than Josh Frydenberg. Because you know what I do? The moment people start running out, I just tell them to print some. It's, it's just not a problem. Everyone's rich and therefore no one is. On today's show, Craig Rickcastle is going to take a look at a crime mystery involving a mysterious substance and an NRL team. What could it be? And Lachlan has obtained an amazing product that uh, he's going to give it to Gabby. Oh, nice. Yeah. I hope it's not weird. But all that and more coming up after this with Rebecca Day Unamuno in the Chaser Newsroom. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The U.S. government has announced that it could run out of money by the end of the month, potentially causing a global fiscal crisis. The country's many tax-dodging billionaires have expressed great concern and have demanded that some solution be found. Victorian police have put out a request for any information that could identify who has been responsible for incidents of police brutality in the state. They have also asked for help identifying a group of people who know how to investigate crimes. A public health warning has been put in place for children in Sydney following reports of George Pell being seen in the region. Experts stress that all children should stay at least 1.5 metres away from Pell at all times. That's the latest Chaser news you can't trust. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno, and I'm in no way liable for that last headline. Today's episode of The Chaser Report is sponsored by the COVID Disaster Relief Payments. Put in the disaster in disaster relief payments. Hello, Craig. Hey, guys. Uh, Welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be here. I was thinking that we should put our brains together and help out because I've noticed that that the news and the police are struggling at the moment. This is a common story at the moment. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it. It was... A lot of white substances turning up in places, right? Oh. And never seem to know what it is. So Nadia Bartel was seen with a white substance. Uh, mm. Police dismissed it, couldn't figure out what it was. Mm. I saw that the Melbourne Storm team have been caught on their day off after losing, celebrating in their hotel room, and they were caught with a white substance on a table there. But mm. again, the news just said white substance. No one seems to be able to figure oh. out what it is. I wondered if we could just maybe 
like have a crack to see because it seems like this is a this is a growing scourge. Really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm no criminologist, but I mean, there's a multitude of things a white substance could. There be. are a lot of things. Mm. It's obviously hard to narrow down. Mm. I mean, the Melbourne Storm thing's pretty obvious, isn't it? Like I just assumed that they'd just finished a, a rugby league match mm. and mm. they wanted to wash their jerseys, so it'd be like sad wonder powder. Oh, wonder just, powder. Oh, you could so, do it in like yeah. a little group laundry session. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. Yeah. That's true because you get some vicious stains after a preliminary final. You do, particularly when you lose. Yeah, the stain of defeat washed washed off. I was thinking it might be flour because – I imagine that in rugby league circles, uh, you know, they call it Mad Monday, but I suspect it's actually mm. more like Baking Monday, and they mm, get together yeah. and just make oh. cookies and just just bond Madelines. and just yeah. you know yeah. they they get completely off their face just just on sugar, yeah, just on caster sugar and flour. Could be sugar too. I mean, it's also I mean, when is there white substance? Vanilla ice cream is a white substance, and given it was a party, yes, I mean, who doesn't like ice cream at a party? Criminal if you don't have ice cream at a party. I mm. will say, though, too, I mean, I hear that exercise is rather um, extraneous. I wouldn't know as somebody who doesn't do it myself, <laughs> but I hear that talcum powder gets thrown around. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. from it's Melbourne store must be fucking real. They must just be, like, patting down each other's yeah. in the thighs just yeah. a bit. Yeah, exactly. Well, although maybe, you know, it was you know it was after the sporting season. They wanted to do something a little bit more science Mm. So they got themselves some some of that uh, baking soda. Oh, and they were going to get some vinegar and make some volcanoes. Some some bottle rockets. Volcano. That oh. would be. See, now isn't that that's a fun thing for a Mad Monday? Yeah. But the weird thing about it is that and this is just like based on it could be any of those things really, and I just mm. wondered if this narrowed it down at all because they seem to be. And the weird thing is they seem to be poking it with like a, a credit card, and they've got a rolled up note. Hmm. that they seem to be using to, like, move it around with their nose. So I don't know, like, um, and that's, I mean, I, that's not how I eat my ice cream. Yeah. I think that would be dangerous for your sad wonder soap kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really mystifying as to what it could be. I think someone was sculpting. I think they had a block of beautiful marble there, and yes. one of the players just was, was creating a beautiful sculpture maybe. Just sculpture, in, yeah. yeah. Art and, is a very... Good thing for my Mad Monday. That's right, and you just you get you get all the dust, all the dust, and then they were selling it on a credit card. You know, someone bought it, mm. and they had to take a credit card order. That that could be what it yeah. was. I don't want to point any fingers, you know, at, at, at criminologists, right? But I feel like maybe there were also cops on the side because I hear that like they might have just been like looking at those credit cards and that bank rolls um for for fingerprints. I mean, fingerprint powder. Like they were probably just oh yes, dusting them. They were doing their due service. I mean, coronavirus has really killed a lot of industries. They're just they're just working two jobs like the rest of us. Yeah, okay. I mean, I I was wondering whether it could be. I mean, I, this is the embarrassing thing. This is why the news never wants to mention this and never wants to say the names. Mm. And this is a bit of a radical idea, but it could just be that it's dandruff. I mean, it's really oh, embarrassing. Yes, Been there. Yes. Yeah. Been I mean, there. you know, you know, you're just like, oh God, I've got dandruff on the table. I'm gonna push it together with this credit card and then I'm gonna blow it away with my nose using this hundred dollar bill. It's a very good idea. Or in a similar vein, it could have been money laundering, which I understand to be when your dollar notes get a little bit dirty, mm. so you get that washing powder out again, you just give them a little bit of, bit of a little bit of a bath. Are they cleaning the notes? Clean Good the for notes. credit cards too. Yeah. You, just, you just give them a bit of a, a bit of a bath in the sink. Look, I just want to return to talcum powder though, because talcum powder yeah. can also solve chub rub inside your nostrils. I mean, oh, who's yeah. to say oh. it doesn't work? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> who's to say it? Like they might have just been a bit. Clean. It could have been fucking Sudafed. Yeah, you know, yes. a little bit. Oh, a bit. 
bit grassed up from the week, boys. Just and also because you're constantly up. having people run into your nose and mm. smash your nose constantly. Yeah. It must create an enormous amount of chafing in there. Yeah. I think that, that's that's making a lot of sense. Oh, it's just uh, yeah. dust. It's it's probably just dust. Dust uh, isn't white, Dom. No, it's because what they probably did a chalk dust. Oh, chalk dust. They were already <laughs> they were starting their plans for the next season, and someone had a chalkboard out. Oh, they, so they were, could just already oh, yeah. begin planning out all the different moves they were going to do. Yeah. Oh, they were planning. Yeah. Getting the formations. Here's where we went wrong. See the way you know you ran through here. And I passed it there. Yeah, with the white chalk. And, oh, isn't it awful when that white chalk dust gets up your nose? Can, oh, yeah, can yeah. Really that would lead make... to a white substance on oh, the table. So awkward with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. What was Nadia Bartel planning, I wonder? Marshmallows. Uh, you know how marsh you have white marshmallows and they say there's little bits of yeah. white marshmallow dust? Mm. Terrib- mm. Terribly inconvenient when that gets up your nose. I can see the problem here. I can see why the police are struggling with this so much and the journalists and that. You I mean, you'd think somebody at Channel 9 would be an expert on white substance on a table, but yeah. just apparently no journalist can figure it out. I think I remember actually the Logies um, seeing some people who may not be in this chat with that marshmallow dust. I didn't even know they had marshmallows <laughs> at the Logies. But, yeah, people from Channel 9 seem to have a lot of that stuff. Ten-year-old me, I loved candy, guys. I was walking around the Logies just fucking shoving my face with fucking Oh, sherbet. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. It was whiz the toilets, the toilets at the Logies. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's doing whiz with those little spoons. It's very dusty. It's weird. It's weird, Charles, because you, it was a lot of dandruff around you, but you had no hair. That's really weird, isn't it? I mean, it couldn't be dandruff then. Mm. I, I don't clean the bathrooms at these like executive celebrity functions. It seems like they're well, they always do. They dusty. do. They clean it with a similar note. At yeah, the, because you hear mm. about the Met Gala bathrooms are always dusty. The yeah. Logie <laughs> bathrooms are always dusty. The oh, Emmy man. bathrooms, like, come on, clean the bathrooms. No wonder pandemic spread. No one's cleaning bathrooms, or well, if they are, they're doing it with their nose. <laughs> this is this, we've got to have a higher level of like kind of control if, going yeah. forward. Mm. Anyway, it's a great mystery. But, you know, if you guys think of anything, just um, yeah, hit me up. But anyway, speaking of nostrils, I have some yeah. Coke in the storeroom. Does anyone want to? <laughs> oh, yeah. Love snort. Oh, God. <laughs> Give me a line. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Today's episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by COVID disaster relief payments. If the government can't pay them, just hit up Jerry Harvey. I'm sure he's got some money lying around. Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, Lachlan Hodson announced a plan to become the most sponsored podcast host in Australian history. His quest is already underway. Hey, Lachlan. Hey, Dom. And can I just say, my quest for free crap is off to a flying start. It could not have started better. What have you got? As I said in the episode before this, I reached out to 76 different companies. Mm -hmm. Since that episode a week and a half ago, I've reached out to another 70. So we're currently (laughs) sitting at 140. Plus, since putting my phone number, 0493216763, on the podcast, I've got other sponsors who are texting me, lining up to actually get involved in this stupid, stupid project. Right. So I presume we've got 
dozens or even hundreds of free yeah, things. Yeah, hundreds. Our first sponsored product has arrived. My first ever sponsor. Listeners, I am proud to announce that I, Lachlan Woodson, am a proud partner with the wonderful Diva Cup. Diva Cup? Diva <laughs> Cup. Dom Do and Charles, don't you know what Diva Cup is? Diva Cup. I know what a Diva is and I know what a cup is, but I don't know how the two combine. Lachlan, are you sure you know what a Diva Cup is? So I've got to come clean. I had no idea what this product was when I sent them an email. I mentioned this before. I reached out to the interns and asked, oh, what's a, what's something that you'd want for free? And oh Gabby specifically asked for this product without telling me what it was. So, yeah. Gabby, can you tell everyone, myself included, what is this product that I've just been sent in the mail? Well, aside from being hilarious that they actually gave a man this product, um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's a menstrual cup. It's meant to stop uh, the world being polluted by feminine products because it's super wasteful. And also it's way cheaper in the long run because then you don't have to spend, like, $15 on products every single month. So huh. one product lasts you forever and... It does what it says on the box. And so, Lachlan, you're the expert. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Indeed. What did you think I was asking you for, Lachlan? Well, so, Gabby, when I heard environmentally friendly and the word cup, I thought, oh, Craig's going to love this. We're getting him a keep cup. Oh, I see where the confusion came in. Yeah. After Gabby asked for this product, and I actually learned a thing or two about them, I reached out to the wonderful team at Diva Cup, and they were super excited to get on board and help me out with this sponsorship mission. Uh, there is a catch, though. Even right. though I'm the one who's sponsored, Gabby is the one who gets the product. I'm the official sponsor. I need yeah, that, everyone to know that. Okay, cool, because that, that's definitely... The, I'm, I'm the one who got the product, and that's the reason. In some ways... Gabby is sponsored by Lachlan. <laughs> I'll think of you every month, Lachlan. <laughs> mm, mm. So, well, there's a few things that the Diva Cup actually said that, to mention. So they want to provide a more environmentally friendly, sustainable, sanitary option for everyone. Did you know that ads themselves take 500 years to biodegrade and 300 million of them are sold around Australia every single year? Yeah, women, you should feel guilty about Shut that. Shut up, Charles. No, this you is... know what? Now that this is coming out of a man's mouth, people might actually listen to it so keep going Lachlan I'm all for it I feel really terrible because Gabby this is an incredible product and I feel like a huge idiot for never hearing of something like this before it's because when women speak no one hears it um, uh, Gabby have you tried it is it good does it work what do you want me to say ergonomically tested I, I have a crash test dummy I didn't I fucking tried it out in the ocean see if I got fucking swarmed no it's fine I want to say I'm really actually proud to have this as my first ever sponsor because it's been a highly educational experience for me like I wanted free crap and I ended up learning and I feel like this is a good opportunity to take the stigma away from blokes actually learning about uh, menstrual products and stuff did you know that when NASA sent their first female astronaut to space in 1983 she was sent up to go to space for two days and they gave her do you know how many tampons they sent her I do can I say it how many Gabby 100 they gave <laughs> her two 100 days. tampons for two days. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that the Diva Cup is anti-gravity friendly, but anyway, that's one to <laughs> test at a later point. I'll let you know when I go to space, Dom. The thing I hadn't realised about this segment is that we were going to have to put up with Lachlan reading out all that advertorial blurb. That's all right. I'm all for it. I am absolutely a sellout, and that's what I got this job for, Dom. All right, so if you want Lachlan to endorse your product, the number again is... 0493216763. My email is Lachlan at chaser.com.au. I figure that might help as well. And he is evidently completely shameless. Well, a cup of free shit runneth over. Thank you, Lachlan. 
This episode of The Chaser Report is no longer sponsored by the COVID relief payments. Sorry for any confusion. Just before we go, some news from the world of art. Ooh. A Danish artist has delivered empty frames to an art museum in northern Denmark as part of a protest over the low pay that artists get. It's called Take the Money and Run. And his artwork, he's saying, is that he took the money and ran. They gave him all this money because what he normally does is artworks which have lots of banknotes in the frame. So they gave him all these banknotes so he could make the artwork. And And, and not not an insubstantial amount either. It was like $115,000 worth of money that they gave him. They're saying, look, the money was for the upkeep of the building. We don't know what we're going to do. And I love this argument, and we've got to use this next time people get into a fight with us. The director said that he's got to return the money by the 16th of January or it's a breach of contract. And the artist says, no, no, the breach of contract is part of the artwork. I love this. I really wish I was good at visual art because I'd be... Like, visual art is 50% talent and 50% piss take. Like, that's what visual arts is. I love it. I love when Banksy sold that that uh, portrait that shredded the oh, moment that the gavel was, was hit. Genius. I love shit like this. Though, the thing that I don't get about this whole argument, right, the one thing, the one discrepancy I'll pull up is that this guy is clearly a bankable artist considering mm. that, the, you know, whoever paid him, you know, a substantial amount to make some art. Half the battle for most visual artists is actually getting to a point where somebody wants to pay them for their work. So mm. I, I, while I agree with the message, take the money and run, I also kind of would hope that that money that you got paid is being used to help lift up beginner artists or up-and-comers mm. that aren't getting paid. I don't think so. I think he's just living on it. Because uh, that, that wouldn't no, that be me. part of the artwork. You don't pay it forward. But he, what he says is, so he was interviewed about this and he said, I encourage other people who have working conditions as miserable as mine, like the Chaser interns, to do the same. If you're sitting in some shitty job and not getting paid, grab what you can and beat it. And the best thing about this story is the final aspect. The museum has decided to put up the canvases anyway. So as far as I'm concerned, that's it. They can't ask for the money back because they've exhibited the works that he gave them. Again, those with working conditions as miserable as mine. He got paid (laughs) $115,000 for one artwork. That's not miserable. When the interns are getting $115,000 for one segment on this podcast, then I'll talk about taking the money and run. Until then, I'll be taking the money from my several jobs. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And look, if you want Sammy to make fun of the place where you live, feel free to request that as well. Also, it's very helpful if you subscribe or follow the podcast in the app that you're using. We get our gear from Rode Microphones and we're part of the Acast Creator Network. Bye.